It is so well defined. What we have to do today, we got to go to work. We got to do right offense. All right, everyone, here we go. It's NFL in London. It is our Thanksgiving special. Gobble, gobble, everyone. Gobble, gobble. so much to be thankful for. There's so much to be thankful for. Wade and Ryan here for NFL in London, and we are talking NFL, and we are talking the Thanksgiving games. Um, Thanksgiving, obviously, two Canadians here in London. Um, not so much our jam, but of course we celebrate our American brethren and and the um, you know what they've did to their natives. We did the same thing in Canada. In Canada. Yeah. Uh, thanks, Britain. Yeah, thanks so. for the smallpox blankets, Britain. Uh, let's let's turn it all to love this year. Let's turn it all to love. Uh, and uh, although the the Thanksgiving games we have this year are absolutely crap. Um, but before we get into that, well, they must have known they were going to be crap even when they booked them at the beginning of the year. Even Houston, Detroit. I think there's going to be, the more this keeps going on, there's going to be more outrage for Detroit to be stripped of this game. Maybe. There needs to be a game next year that's for Thanksgiving against Detroit. So they yeah. have to win it. They have to win their game. That would be a good thing. So you have I, to play for your right for Thanksgiving. Yeah, because this is just getting silly now. It is. I mean, it's one thing when Detroit had uh, Barry Sanders, and luckily they've got the Hall of Fame Megatron. It's been announced as a candidate for the Hall of Fame. Um, but, uh, yeah, uh, so Anyway, we'll get into those later. We'll get into those. First, we're going to talk about week 11, which is another horrible week for Ryan and I yeah. in our picks. <laughs> uh, this one really sucked. I and think even, if people just went against my picks the whole year, they'd be killing it. You know, it wasn't just you. I, you know, I got beat this, this week as well. There was just so many tough games. There was a lot of comeback. I mean, obviously, you know, I had the, the, the Bengals to cover, and when Joe Burrow went down, the team gave up. Uh, he was my fantasy quarterback, The too, team right? gave up, and he's done, and you know what? Hey, it turns out you need an offensive line if you want to protect your yeah. quarterback. Yeah. Did they hear nothing from Carson Palmer going down uh, 15 years ago? It's oh, just, it must be horrible for Cincinnati fans to just watch that again and just be like, man, we must be cursed. It's like, yeah, you get a nice toy, you put it on the edge of the piano, and you know you've got an asshole the cat. Only, yeah. You know that cat's going to knock it off. You're like, it's just a matter of time. Well, the only thing, we'll start with that game, might as well. Yeah. Um, the Cincinnati game, the, the only thing I think you could feel a bit better about is that the torn ACL doesn't seem to be this devastating injury for no. quarterbacks that it, that it used to feel like it is. Because, you know, Deshaun Watson's coming. Yeah. He's at two, and he's come and played perfectly. The last yeah. three years hasn't been injured. So, and you see a lot of quarterbacks. Like, even Alex Smith is coming back from like seven, it's 20 grueling, years. Yeah. It's more like, it's like um, gonorrhea in the 1800s. It used to be <laughs> something that kill killed you. you. It used to kill you. But now it just makes you stronger and gives you something for your Facebook profile. Um, yeah, the Bengals, I mean, once they, once they once lost they it, they fell it, apart. You know, Alex Smith, he got the ball moving. It, it was, you know, the running game that did everything. It was an ugly game, 20-9 to win. It was their defense that did a lot. But once Burrow was out and you could see that hit, you're just like, oh, shit. They, yeah. they just weren't in it, it anymore. It was what, Ryan Finley came in. It was just yeah. ugly. He was absolutely terrible. And now they're just going to be trolling the waters to see who's out there. Exactly. Uh, anyone not named Colin Kaepernick. He's just like, is anyone not named yeah. Colin Kaepernick? Anyone not named Colin Kaepernick? Yeah. You're not playing. Well, it looks like a lot of the XFL. But you know, right? Alex Smith gets a, gets a nice nice victory to keep to keep in pace for that division because he does. It's the, it's their the, the dumpster the, fire. You know, fact. four wins wins to that division. And, oh my god! Oh my god! I can't believe it might actually be. No, they can't be because they play each other. They play each other. So, but I, I seriously think five wins might do it. Well, obviously, we'll we'll get into the Thanksgiving game, but we do have a Thanksgiving game between two teams on Thursday night that we can talk about. Dallas and Washington will be playing in the game that everyone will be watching because there's nothing else on it. Let's go to some other games we talked about. Uh, Let's start with the Ravens and the Titans. The Titans uh, really played really well in this one. Denver, of course, Callie Campbell, uh, and their defensive woes continue here. Their offensive line continues. 
Baltimore free-falling here. Yeah, Lamar Jackson didn't look good again. Only threw for less than 200 yards. Like him and Marquise Brown are just not on the same page. Mm-hmm. Uh, their running game just feels lost. I think without Ingram, uh, it just feels like they're just not as strong as a running team. He was so good that the last yeah. couple of years at really providing that one-two punch. And without that one, Lamar is just not able to run as much. Like, yeah. He's not getting the 100 yards. Gus Edwards doesn't do it for Gus you. Gus Edwards is not doing or it. Or Dobbins. Yeah, so it, it's uh, it's a real problem for Baltimore, who's now slipping right out of the playoff race. For the team that went 14-2, and two, and then they had Jer- John Harbaugh not shaking hands, after uh, yeah. which apparently is a thing we do nowadays. Yeah, not shaking hands. Apparently um, a decorum is gone. The Tennessee did what Tennessee does, right? Is They, they fought back. And then they just gave it to Derrick Henry to just run you over and beat you down at the end of games. And then in overtime, that big run. We've seen that play for Derrick Henry so many times. He's almost like an MVP when it comes to overtime because... Everyone's tired, and let's, yeah. yeah, let's go tackle. Give it to the Henry. beast, yeah. Try to stop. Try to stop that behemoth. It's like Lamu in uh, New Zealand. Now, apparently, if we did have the playoffs, now the Baltimore Ravens would not make the playoffs. Yeah, they're not in. They're it, not. So, they yeah. would not make the cut. So uh, that's sort of that's something they have to look at as well. Uh, but Baltimore, you know, you think about it, and we talked about this in the podcast last week. They have a short week, so they've got to play on Thursday night, Friday morning here in the UK uh, against Pittsburgh, uh, and Pittsburgh, you know, has not lost anyone. Pittsburgh is still healthy. They are indomitable. They keep defying, and then I think the more I shit talk them, the better they play. So I'm that's just going to exactly keep it. saying it. Everyone, that's year. the secret to the universe is Ryan shit talking. Yeah, is Ryan do the opposite of whatever Ryan says. Speaking of shit talking, he must have been talking about Detroit Lions because they were unable to muster it. Look, Matt said. Steph- I should have stuck by my original. That you should have. They stink. They do stink. They're absolutely terrible. Carolina didn't look a lot better. I mean, they used Davis to effective, but there's something wrong with Stafford. His hand, apparently, his thumb is messed up. They still play him, but he is not effective. He is not getting the ball down the field. He doesn't look good. The running game is gone. You've only got Marvin Jones Jr. now. Pretty much it's. Yeah, but Marvin Jones have- Jr. is like. A complimentary receiver. He's not yeah. a number one. But that's what like, they. That's the thing. Like you, you got Matt Patricia. You lost to PJ Walker, an XFL quarterback. Yeah. came in and beat you. And so to me, Detroit, it's just a mess. Like I don't know what they're good at. Like they got Matt Stafford, but they got Galladay. He's always injured. Uh, they don't have a number two receiver. TJ Hawkins is fine, but you look at Noah Fant, who yeah. went same team, went say twelve picks after him. He's ten times the player he is. Imagine him with Stafford. And then now you got Swift injured. It's just another classic Detroit. But to get shut out against a Carolina team without McCaffrey, without Bridgewater, is just... This is when you should get stripped Thanksgiving. Just for this game. Just for that game. They should yeah. be stripped of it. They they should just, as soon as they come out, even though it's at home, they should be booed yeah. by the no crowd. By the no crowd. Just, just start the boos. And they should. I mean, it's always good for the Bears fan. But Detroit has been so up and down, but the injuries have really taken their toll on them. Speaking of injuries and injury bugs, hey, Carson Wentz, your fans hate you. (laughs) Your Even your enemies hate you. You're hated uh, because you play like... And it's Philly hate, which is much much, much stronger, darker hate. Yeah, it's like moonshine. You know, you can't even even judge how... What the the proof on that is, but there's hatred. The Cleveland Browns win, not in a pretty win. And, you know, Cleveland... It was an ugly day, but the Cleveland, obviously, Baker Mayfield relies on his running game. The 1970s Browns that are playing right oh. now, it just feels like... Ugly uh, handlebars yeah, they just don't really have bombs. any weapon. I think without, without Odell Beckham, there's no speed on the outside, because Landry's just a possession guy. So when he becomes your number one, it's just going to make it hard. Like, Njoku hasn't been that good. Hopper, who they brought in, has, I think, been a big disappointment. Everyone expected him mm-hmm. because of the year he had with Atlanta last year. But Philly is just awful. Like they, they always just kind of find a way to get back in it at the end to make it seem close. But yeah. they were not close. Carson Wentz was terrible. You know, and it, it, it's just like he 
does. It's not like he doesn't have anyone. He still has Miles Sanders. His yeah. Holgum is playing well. He still has uh, Dallas Goddard, who's a decent tight end. So it's it's Wentz. It is Wentz. <laughs> it's Wentz. They, they, there is a bit of an line with the the old fish, uh, f- offensive line, but it is Wentz, and his his choice of selection is just bad. His playmaking choices are bad. And you start looking at him, and some of the passes, you're like, dude, why would you throw that? Now, let's be honest, Baker Mayfield was not good in this game either. You know, Baker did not look good in this. And, and he, Baker's just a... Cons- one thing you can say about Baker is he's consistently average every yeah. game this year. Except that one game, I he's, think. He looks shocked. He looks like he's Alex Smith's leg. He looks like he shouldn't <laughs> be there. He just looks like he's scared. And, and I don't understand. Yeah, well, it's just, again... He's lost Odell Beckham, but even when Odell was there, it wasn't yeah. lighting the world on fire. Good on them, though. They're seven and three, so you got give them credit. They're, they're still in the hunt, but again, they're one loss, like you said, in Baltimore knocks them out of the playoffs. So yeah, Baltimore. These, these are important wins. So Cleveland, with that two-headed monster at rushing game, you know, I wouldn't fear them in the playoffs, but no. I think they can make the playoffs with this approach, especially yeah. when it gets in December, when it gets cold, yeah, it gets harder, and especially every game in Cleveland is a nightmare of weather in yeah. the last month. So it's it's hilarious. So good on him. Give I'll give Cleveland credit. I did not think they were gonna be seven and three, especially when Odell went down. I didn't think they'd be seven and three, but I did know that they'd be weak. And they and they are, as we said, as you said, they're quite weak. Speaking of weakness, here's another team that these both teams would be out of the playoffs. New England Patriots lose again. Houston Texans win this one. Uh, Houston, you know, was able to put this game together. Um, you know, it wasn't pretty. Deshaun Watson had a great game. Um but the thing I think there's two funny things is the uh, Hail Mary attempt by Cam Newton. Yeah, that went was like eight yards. Yeah. Um, and again, New England just doesn't, they just have nothing. Cam just looks lost. He just doesn't feel like, and now he's even talking after the game. They're like, do you want to sign here long term? And he won't yeah. answer that. Yeah. So I think it's all starting to fall apart when Cam starts losing. Again, he's another bad sport. So I think when he loses, he's not. The type like the only great season he had was when he went fifteen and one, so yeah. he didn't even really lose that year, yeah, exactly. except the Super Bowl. So he lost yeah. two games, and then we saw what happened then. So and ever since then, he's just he hasn't been able to show that he can brush off a couple of losing seasons, like someone like Drew Brees, who yeah. went seven and nine for like three years in a row, but then still two hundred and seven broke ribs too as yeah, well. Right? And yeah, <laughs> keeps going up. They just keep going. Yeah, he's gonna him. shit one out. Cam, he doesn't seem confident. He doesn't seem he doesn't have very good vision. You know, his when he decides to run to the playmaking seems to be two seconds behind. You know, it seems like oh, and now you're gonna do the play. Like it, it just seems like he's not. You know, maybe yeah, like, maybe it's age. Um, maybe it's just you know confidence. But this you know, pretty much puts an end to I think to the Patriots playoff yeah. shot. Like they're three games back now, yeah. and they got a pretty tough schedule coming up. So. You got you've got Miami, you've got you know, and you've got, got Buffalo. Buffalo so yeah, there's no it, choice. I don't. There's no chance. And I think especially when you've got the strength of the AFC North, I don't think there's any chance they're going to go anywhere. Yeah. I mean, well, that was a good run. You know, twenty something years. It's yeah. about to come to an end. And and you know what I want, folks. Just just as a, a health check, check on your Patriots yeah. friends. Check on your Tom Brady friends. They're very quiet. Did they fall on a bandwagon? Did they fall off a bandwagon? Are they still maybe yeah. just Brady fans? Especially on Thanksgiving, reach out to them yeah. because they don't have much to be. Thankful just put for a, gl- a glass under their nose and make sure they're still breathing. Speaking of still breathing, uh, Pittsburgh Steelers. Now I thought this uh, this game, and it looked like the Jacksonville Jaguars in the first quarter were going to cover this game. They played really good defensively. Pittsburgh eventually gets the ball up. Jacksonville commits too many mistakes. Luton. 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 
Qu'est-ce qui se passe, Luton? We don't know what the heck happened to him, but uh, Jacksonville... Well, he's, what happened to him is he's, current, he's yeah. got a good play. He's a rookie, like undrafted, or whatever, seventh rounder. So, again, what did you expect going against that defense? That they're just licking their chops. Mm. Like, unlike Green Bay, who can't seem to stop anybody anymore. Pittsburgh can stop you. Oh, and yeah. Make your life hell. So... I think we just, because Jacksonville is inexplicably covered so many yeah. times, it was tempting to pick them to cover. But Pittsburgh was clearly the better team. Big Ben stepped up in the end. Yeah. And, uh, you know what? They're rolling. They continue out. to roll and roll and roll, and they're rolling into Thanksgiving weekend. Uh, how about rolling here? Taysom Hill, man, I put him on my DraftKings fantasy, and boy, did yeah, he ever did, did well for me. Yeah, he did very well. Uh, and in some fantasy, you could pick him up as a tight end if you had that option. Uh, Which I don't think you should be able to do. No, I don't think so either. But Atlanta Falcons, who I thought might be able to put up and maybe cover in this one with Hill. Uh, man, they looked really bad. Matt Ryan well, and the, the, de- the defense of New Orleans. Let's let's actually point to that. The defense of New Orleans played off their heads. Yeah, they, they were came fantastic. At, they came out, yeah. They, Matt Ryan at one point, I think, going into the fourth quarter, they were negative four yards in the second half. Man, of sacks. They were sacking they the crap. Right in the first half, they were moving yeah. it, and you know they kept it close. And then Taysom Hill, give him credit. You know, he throwing the ball looked better than I thought. Yeah, like, didn't didn't really have the deep ball, but the deep ball is not an easy. Like, yeah. very few quarterbacks. Matt the deep ball, uh, especially in your first game, you're not going to. But the intermediate stuff, he was he was nailing it. His QBIQ, when you look at him, you look at him in the pocket. The guy's looking all over the field. So you're I, like, and as a as a Bears fan, you're like, what? Wait, the quarterback's looking at all the receivers. Hold on, he's not just <laughs> checking out one. He's not looking in the stands. So yeah, you're sort of looking at this, and and you know, he he looked good for this. You know, I think as an interim. Uh, it's well, good until Breeze gets well, back from Yeah, he's going to have at least probably three more games. So yeah. it'll give them an idea for when Breeze is going to retire this year. Yeah. So, and it really doesn't feel like they give a damn about Jameis. So I feel no. like this is important to them. So I'm excited to watch Taysom Hill's development. Uh, the only problem is when you get a bunch of tape on him, how good is he going to be? Exactly. And that's what's going to happen. I mean, but shame on you, Falcons. I thought you were going to be better than this. That I thought they terrible, would be I thought... terrible effort they put out there, especially on offense. And they, they they just look completely lost. Like I don't and I don't understand because you have Todd Gurley, Calvin Ridley, and Julio Jones. Yeah. It's like and Matt Ryan. It's like the offensive line was obviously a big problem for them. They were getting pounded right through that. But uh, again, there there should have been some scoring there. And Hayden Hurst to get zero <laughs> points. Like they haven't been able to get the tight end going at all this year. And I thought he would have been much better, but he's been a disappointment. They haven't done much, and it, that showed. Speaking of not doing much, hey Miami loses this one. Denver at home with a solid defensive front in this one. Drew Locke. Where did this kid come from? Oh, we know where he came from, but he finally looked good. Uh, Miami was not ready for this, and Tua looked like a bag of tools. <laughs> Eventually, they put Ryan Fitzpatrick in, which was a good call. It looks like they might use him again. Well, but, but they might be hesitant to pull him. But, yeah. but you're right. Tua looked terrible. Like, and I, it made me a bit happy because the, the Tua... Just sycophants of yeah. people just claiming him to be the second coming in football like, after two games was unbelievable. Yeah. So it's good to see him fall back a bit. You know, go like we said, going into Denver is a tough place to play. It is. They had a good defense in that weather, you know, and he's a bit injured, so but he got to do better than that. They don't really have any weapons. That's why Miami was winning because they were getting defensive touchdowns, yeah. kick returns. Blocks. They were doing all these crazy things, but yeah. that's not sustainable. Onside if you kick. Can't, yeah, if you can't yeah. move the ball, yeah, an offense, you're not going to keep winning, and you're going to come to a team that figures you out, and you're going to get beat. And everyone had this penciled in. I had it yeah. penciled in, even though I had a feeling Denver was had a chance to win this, but I was just, I even bought into the two a hype. I didn't buy into the two a hype, but I bought, I bought into the hype that Denver was too injured, yeah. and a Drew Lock wasn't good enough. 
What I did see in this game, though, was Miami seemed to, I don't know if it was the altitude, but Miami just didn't seem to be as focused on defense. Now, if you look when Ryan Fitzpatrick actually was the quarterback, in the first few games of the season, they played against some of the toughest teams in the league, and he was all over the place. They were keeping up with these guys. It was a, it was a shootout. This was not a shootout. No. And it wasn't until they brought Fitzpatrick back, you could actually see the, the defense starting to lighten up. I think it's got to be... And two of his only touchdown was off the turnover. Yeah. Uh, short field, like eight yards. So, yeah. You know what? He's going to... Again, he's a rookie. So, you're going to have bad games. God, I, I watched some terrible Josh Allen games yeah. in his first season. So, like, Mitch Trubisky, I said, well, he's a he's bad still, example. <clears throat> he might be playing. But he had that second, good second year. So, yeah. give, I'll give him a break. I'm excited. He's got the Jets this week. So, it's the perfect uh, recipe game. Speaking of the Jets, I took Frank Gore in Daily Fantasy, and boy, did he do good for me. He was did like he 18 really? points. Oh, yeah, he did better than like... Oh, he did a touchdown, yeah. He was, did really well, so he did well. But, the, you know, the Chargers, again, the, holding on to a lead is a very difficult thing for the Chargers. 34-28, to 28, this is a huge scoring thing, but the Chargers had a big lead, and the Jets keep coming back. The Chargers' defense just doesn't seem to have to, to close well, it. Well, yeah. Again, yeah, they have that, that bit of Chargers luck where they just let them creep back in. But, again, the story is Herbert and Keenan Allen was yeah. unbelievable. Uh, those two combining, they're getting hot. Great like, for that, fantasy. just fun to watch. Uh, yeah. They make the Chargers... And the funny thing is, if I'm an L.A. fan, I, I even though everyone veers to the Rams, I think yeah. the Chargers are the Chargers more interesting more exciting, team. Yeah. I think I'd rather watch go to the stadium to watch Herbert than go watch Goff, even though yeah. Goff had a good game this week. Um, but, yeah, Chargers did. Again, Jets, good on them, 28 points. Who even thought they'd even be able to do that this year? Yeah. So Flacco was moving it around, had a couple of nice deep balls hit. Uh, but, again, uh, Jets looking just to that number one seed. I think the Jets fans now, you're just like, don't blow this. Well, I think that's a, that was the worry of the Jets fans last week. Don't win. Don't win. Yeah. We can win this one. Don't win. If we had a chance to win, this is the one to win. It's the perfect year for your team to go 0-16. Because yeah. this year sucks anyway. So it's like, just forget about it. I think if Pittsburgh goes 16-0 and and the Jets go 0-16, they got to trade a player each. Yeah, they get they to get steal one. Yeah. yeah, I get one of yours. Okay. We're, yeah, we're going to take Claypool. Um, here's another game. Wow, this one is exciting to watch. Only because I was talking to our friend Andre, who's a big Packers fan, who halfway through the game told me, where is this uh, Colts defense with a laughing emoji? I'm talking to you, Andre. <laughs> and uh, then didn't respond to me when I said, here they are. Uh, wow, what a comeback on this one. Uh, Green Bay obviously builds up this huge lead. Uh, Aaron Rodgers is hitting everyone across the field, doing very well. But then Phillip Rivers goes to work. The Indianapolis Colts defense goes to work. Jonathan Taylor, who I said they needed to get going. Man, he Finally had as a well. good game. Finally had a good game. Get the rookie yeah, going. Yeah, again, Packers looked great in the first half and then just fell asleep in the second half. It was, you know, we've seen this a couple times from Green Bay, and it, it's something that concerns you. And Green Bay is actually one of the worst, if not the worst, red zone offense. It was, it was defense, sorry. Yeah. And it was something like I heard, I think Rich Eisen was saying that. Um, that Green Bay has uh, given up 97% uh, scoring drives inside their own red zone. Yeah. Which is just horrific. Worse yeah. than the league by far. So if you if you can't do that, you got the Colts who have a good offensive line. Like They kept Rivers up, and Rivers was able to just pick across yeah. the field. So good on. Maybe Rivers is finally getting a bit comfortable. So this Colts team could be... It could be fun because everyone was just like, Rivers is shot. Yeah. So to get a big win um, and a big comeback win against a team like Green Bay is is good for his confidence. And it's huge for Indianapolis, especially with Tennessee pulling off that win. Yeah, it's good for the Colts to keep in. You know, I think, Phil, as you say, Philip Rivers finding a bit more of his rhythm, but also not going deep. You know, not attempting those deep balls because he was, you know, you just watch that pass and go, are you throwing? Was there a huge wind? Oh, no, there's a dome. Why is that fluttering? Um 
He needs to really focus on that. Hitting the short passes, which he's doing. The Mo Alley Cockers, the catch for seven, eight yards, just moving that ball. Uh, seems to work for them and good for them. You know, Green Bay, uh, the excuse fairy uh, is coming around tonight, so make sure you leave something under your pillow. Um, speaking of pillows, crying in the pillow. This is a game I called this a uh, nice upset, but Dallas Cowboys really show up in this one, 31-28. to 28. Uh, This was a battle of crappy defense, but let's talk about Dallas defense. They've got healthy again. You've got Andy Dalton. Andy Dalton's back. They're back. Well, the Ginger yeah, Ninja. I think the Dallas is still, if you look at this this league, they have to still be the favorites to take this division. Yeah, they also. Uh, like just with those weapons, <coughs> good to see Dalton uh, back after yeah. almost getting murdered on the field. So, But this is a disappointing game for Minnesota. I think they needed to, to come out and win this, especially when you're hot, you had a couple wins to be able to pile those up. They would have gone to 500. Now they're yeah. back looking at and The only good thing is the NFC has been a real disappointment this year. In Because the NFC for the last five, six years has been seen as like the cream of the crop. Like yeah. They're way back. The AFC has now overtaken. The AFC is insanely competitive. Mm-hmm. So it's nice to see the AFC back in, back in control for a couple of years until the NFC gets good again. But I just need to see more from Kirk. This is a classic Kirk Cousins game. Once you get a couple wins in, he's, he has a difficult, crappy game. Good on Dallas. Getting Zeke running, I think yeah. that, that's the most important thing. They can't get him going. They can't get anything going. So I'm not ready to annoy Dallas, but they're probably going to win the division. But that's not saying You'd hope so. I mean, that game is what they needed. Uh, C.D. Lamb playing really well in this one. And, and you're right, getting Zeke back. And actually, you know, the, the fat Ewok can actually move again. Yeah. And it's nice to be able to see that. <clears throat> you know, Minnesota has real problems in their secondary, which we've seen. And Dallas really exploited on that. It's good. Dallas needed it. Minnesota gets a reality check. They thought they were flying really high and that they were going to move. Really hyped this NFC North, and they're not. <laughs> uh, a game that was closer than we thought, uh, you know, the last time this these two met. <clears throat> this is the best game of the week. It was I a great know. game. Uh, the last time these two met, the Raiders beat the Chiefs. And the Chiefs come in want to make a statement, but the Raiders did not make it easy for them. The, Raider, the Raiders lose by four points. Uh, but the, I think it really points to the Derek Carr, his angry face we saw. Um, hey, he, man, Derek Carr balled that game. <laughs> he played absolutely lights out all over the place, just throwing yeah. that ball around. Uh, Josh Jacobs looked great. The Raiders, like, you can't, I, I can't say anything that they did really terribly wrong. Like, they, okay, they don't have a great pass rush, yeah. but they gave, they got the game-winning drive, and then they gave Mahomes too much time. They, yeah. they, they didn't give him too much They gave him, like, a minute 15. But that's in enough. Ma- in yeah. Mahomes' time, yeah. that's, like, seven minutes. When you have Hill and you have all those guys, he's just going to get that down and, the field. Yeah, and it's just, so that kind of, like, the thing when you used to be, like, oh, you gave Brady too much time. Yeah. That's now become the, oh, you don't give Mahomes any time. Yeah. So, and I think that face is just Derek Carr being, like, damn it, we gave him too much time. So, yeah. um... Again, but the Raiders are just showing that they're not they're they're just getting better every week. Mm-hmm. They're being consistent. Their the offense has moved. Derek Carr has had his best season, maybe of his career, even before he had that almost like MVP season. Yeah. I think he's even better this year. And they still don't have a lot of great weapons. And once they get another receiver for him, I think the Raiders could be a real fun team. Yeah, I mean, once they come back from getting some health issues, what literally shows is they can throw down. They, you know, it's very difficult to go, you know, punch for punch with the Chiefs. And they've they can done do it, it twice. And they have done it twice. Got to give them some confidence. But of course, when you're getting beat twice by, or you're, you know, going one on one against someone in your own division, that's always harder. It's, it's being able to win those consistently. <clears throat> we mentioned this guy uh, earlier. Tom Brady uh, loses a tight one uh, to Jared Goff and the Rams. Most importantly, we prove what a piece of shit. He is, once again, by refusing <laughs> to shake his hand. Now, we all know my Burr. anger at TV 12, exactly. Burr. My anger refusing uh, to shake Nick Foles' hand. And now we've seen it. Um, he disappears. You know, you've got this young kid in his 20s. 
Yeah. Who, by the way, idolizes. Went out out and shook his hand when he lost the Super Bowl to him Mm -hmm. a couple years ago. So it's just classic, right? And then it's just kind of like when Cam Newton did this, everyone butchered him after the Super Bowl. But Brady does this every week, he loses. And he doesn't shake hands, and it's pathetic. I, it's absolutely pathetic. And the fact that he's doing this as a 43-year-old veteran yeah. is what makes it even worse. If he was a 22-year-old rookie, you could be like, okay, this yeah. kid's emotional. <clears throat> he's a grown-up now. Who He has kids. Yeah. So God knows what he tells his kid. He probably... He's probably flipped so many risk boards at home. Oh, I'm sure. He's one of those <laughs> Monopoly guys. Yeah, yeah. Goes, going, you you're grounded. Yeah. I'm going to my room. It, to me, it ends the goat. Just, it ends the goat debate wow. because no, no, because he's not going to be. I would not consider someone a goat who does that. You know, Joe Montana would never do that crap. You know, yeah. and and so you know, when you start hearing about that, and you start seeing, it and you go, hey, if he did that, you're right. If he did it in the first two years of his career, but if you're doing that when you're moving like this, and he's like, I'm no good at shit. Yeah, and then everyone just tries to use the excuse like, oh, he's just such a competitor. It's like they're all competitors. Yeah. This is the NFL. Yeah, you don't come there. You're just a team like, leader. You don't fall back into the NFL. Be like, oh, yeah. you know, if uh, marketing doesn't work, I'll go play in the NFL. Yeah, I'll just see. Yeah, I'm a team leader. Um, th- but this is garbage. He didn't play well. He played terribly. Yeah. Through his interceptions, he threw were awful. Again, he's he's not the funny thing. It just feels like. They, him and Bruce Arians don't match because Bruce Arians is a he always says grip it and rip it yeah. throw it down the field and Brady's like a precision dinker cut yeah, by dink a thousand guts yeah. and he was hitting that with Antonio Brown I think that's why he wanted Antonio Brown so much because he can do all that underneath yeah. stuff uh, but it just doesn't it, he's always throwing deep his deep balls not not didn't look terrible he was turning receivers everywhere um, and but but give up Goff all the credit in the world he played fantastic he did uh, but in the second half man I. McVeigh's become really weirdly conservative. Mm-hmm. I find like, and I don't know where it came from because he was this guy who just put your like put your foot on you when you were dominating. Yeah. And now he's just gotten to this guy like he played for that field goal at the end when he should have gone in for that touchdown. And then he gave them like three minutes to come back. With yeah. It was just I didn't understand it. It didn't especially the way they were moving the ball on them, throwing it. Bucks couldn't stop anything in the past. No, I know. Great against the run. But I found that really weird, and that is something that will concern me in the playoffs. If you do that in the playoffs, that yeah. will come back to burn you. You got cool. away with it. Yeah, you got to go for the juggler, and, it, and yeah. it, it seems like after Tom, Tom Brady beat the Rams, I mean, because remember that year when they played the Chiefs, and, and how big that year was, the Monday night game, um, and, and they seem to have fallen and missed a step in this one. So, yeah, it was a good victory for the Rams. Uh, you know, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers showing their inconsistency yes. here, really it's- inconsistent when he gets... <clears throat> when he faces a tough defense, which he did, uh, you know, he's he's very unable to deal with it. And unfortunately, his maturity comes and takes the best of him. Uh, but really a classless performance from Tom Brady mm-hmm. in that one. Speaking of classless. something to be thankful for, Tom Brady. Putting the ass in classless. Uh, speaking of asses, what are you, what are you serving for Thanksgiving? Um, we're having Thanksgiving at my house tomorrow. Uh, even though Ryan and I are both Canadian, he gets a pass from his wife. And I, I'm single, I'm so, so I can do whatever the <laughs> hell I want. Uh, but we are going to watch Thanksgiving football, although these games are probably probably the worst ones uh, that we've seen in ages. <clears throat> As you remember, we used to host great Thanksgiving parties, uh, sports bars at the Hippodrome and sports bar and grill. And uh, uh, we look forward to getting back to those again soon. That's not going to be for a while. Yeah. So we'll talk about the first game. First game we have up, it's a 5.30 game. Uh, these games will be on Game Pass, Sky, wherever else, pretty much everywhere. Uh, online, wherever you, wherever you can get it from. And if you can get the American channels, also be on there. We've got the Houston Texans at the Detroit Lions in this one. Uh, Detroit, again, hosting another Thanksgiving affair. 
But it's Houston Texans uh, hoping for another win in this one. The Texans are three and seven. The Lions are four and six. Texans favored by three points with an over under of fifty one in this one. Five thirty kickoff. Ryan, how do you like this? one? Oh, I like this for you. I'm done with Detroit. I, I keep saying they stink. I'm going to stick with it. Um, I think this is a good game for Deshaun Watson. I think, uh, especially after you saw P.J. Walker was able to do to Detroit. So if you have him in. in Fantasy, that's a great, great matchup. Especially he's getting a bit hotter now the last couple games. He's playing well. And I need Houston to keep winning to get that Miami Dolphins draft pick to be yep. out of that top ten. So I, I just think Houston's just got more weapons. I think Detroit, without the fans, I think it's just going to be a weird Thanksgiving. Um, I think Detroit's usually such a disaster for the yeah. team that the least the fans brings out the competitiveness. But I think I just think they've given up on Matt Patricia. I just think he just doesn't he's lost the room. He's no offensive identity. He's just he's just another Bill Belichick another guy that Bill Belichick doesn't tell anything to. Yeah. That got a job. Don't basically. give him the cigarettes. He's like uh he's like, you know, one of those He's basically like um, a rich guy's shitty son that's just, they keep giving him a job. Like Mark Davis? Yeah, yeah, no, I was going to say like Robert Durst. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But he somehow, there's you a You know, I killed a man. Get yeah. Robert Durst a job somehow. Yeah. Let, him, let him coach Detroit. Exactly. Uh, but I just think, I think Houston's offense, especially in the Dome, I think this really benefits uh, Houston. Um, I think Deshaun Watson's been able to move it, move it with Cooks and, and getting Fuller. They're just a better team. I think Houston, even with Detroit playing even that four and six better record, I, I'm going with Houston. I have no faith in Detroit. I'm going it to be twenty seven to seventeen. Yeah, I'm with you on this one. No Galladay, no Amendola, no Swift. Uh, yeah. Matt no Stafford. No chance. No chance. Matt Stafford playing with a busted thumb, and it shows. It shows his thumb is all messed up. Uh, but he wants to keep playing. I guess maybe they got payments to make on the Nintendo Switch his wife bought. I'm not sure, uh, but I like Detroit. To lose this one as well. I've got Houston to win this one by nine. I've got 30 to 21. And now it's the big battle of the NFC East. Are you a big NFC East? To be East? fair, this could be a good game. It I'm could not be. like I'm not gonna I'm gonna I'll shit on the first game, but this one, because it's divisional, yeah. I kind of Thanksgiving, having Alex Smith play on Thanksgiving is a beautiful thing. Snapping the, the <laughs> wishbone. <laughs> Watch oh, it. Imagine they ask him to snap the wishbone if he wins the MVP. Uh, like, yeah. no, he's just, he yeah, no, no, please no. Um, yeah, that I, would be horrible. But, but yeah, yeah, I think it's going to be a fun game. Washington is uh, is the underdog in this one. Dallas favored by three points. Of course, the over-under 46 and a half. It's in Dallas. Dallas has had some few wins at home. Washington's defense has been playing well, but Dallas's defense has been healthy. Matter, it matter going to be a battle of the defenses here. Comes down to the quarterback, Alex Smith versus Andy Dalton. Who do you like in this? Ooh, I'm going to go with Andy Dalton. I think having another week uh, in the system is going to help him. He's going to get a bit more confident. Because let's not forget, Andy Dalton's not trash. Like, he's, he's a decent quarterback. Like, he's if he was your backup, you'd feel very confident with him yeah. coming in. Because uh, most teams' backups are terrible. So I think it, I think he's just got the weapons in, in Cooper and Lamb. Um, and I think Zeke, if he can get it running, they lost... Thanksgiving last year, so I yeah. feel like that against my Buffalo Bills. So I think that's really gonna gear him up. And again, you're one game back of this division. If you like, this is good. That's why I think this is kind of exciting yeah. because whoever wins this is probably gonna have a temporary lead in the division. So uh, I'm gonna go with the Cowboys to win, though. I just think being at home and and they they have, I very don't think they very rarely lose multiple Thanksgivings in a row. No. So I'm gonna go with them to win um, 24 to 20. I'm with you on this one. I mean, the only thing that Dallas is really might have to worry about is the running game. 
uh, Gibson and McKissick, who did really well last week. Uh, but again, Dallas' defense is starting to come together with this one. I like them to win at home, as you said. They avenging last year. There'll probably be some fans in this one because it's Texas. And they, they, don't, they don't care about masks. So I've got <laughs> Dallas to win this one 28-20. to 20. Now, the, finally, the good game, the one game we'd all like to see. But here in the U.K., this game starts at 120, yeah. uh, so which will all be yeah, in bed I'll by be then. Bad. I'll be in bed. Uh, but it's the Pittsburgh Steelers hosting the Baltimore Ravens. Uh, obviously, this is a big divisional matchup. Pittsburgh, undefeated. Uh, Baltimore needs to win in this one, but they are five-point underdogs. Lots of injuries. As I mentioned, Callie Campbell being injured as well. Williams being injured as well. Uh, you know, Baltimore's losing their defense here. And, you know, Lamar Jackson just doesn't seem to have what he used to have. It's Now that he's got a, a, a regular O-line, you know, unlike the stud one he had last year, he's he's beatable. Yeah, it's 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 an interesting game because I think Baltimore is just so desperate right now. I think Pittsburgh being ten and zero, I'm gonna go with Baltimore to to pull off a bit of an upset this week. I think being six and four and being out of the playoffs is bad. It's bad for this team, especially mm. considering how good they were last year. I think Lamar needs to shake off this. I can't play well against good teams. He needs to have a good game. So hopefully they get some good weather there. Um, and I just think John Harbaugh, considering like that anger of not yeah. shaking hands, like, he probably ripped into his team. This is like a gut check time yeah. for a team like Baltimore. You're going up against a team that's 10-0 that's feeling themselves. You know, I don't think they're going to be complacent, but I think these teams are still pretty evenly matched. And I feel like just the more desperate team is going to win this. So I'm going to go with Baltimore on a very close game, though. I'm going to say Baltimore uh, 27-26. Ooh. <clears throat> I, uh, I I think the steel curtain is going to continue to run on in this one. Baltimore, they just seem to have been beaten. Taking that loss last week, um, you know, is tough. Now you got to face pretty much the best team in your uh, conference. And Pittsburgh is not, they're not injured. You know, yeah. they've got everyone. And, and Baltimore really struggled against the run. I think James Conner is going to have an absolute ripper of a day here. I can't see Baltimore doing anything. This is the beginning of the end for them, I think. Uh, Pittsburgh wins this one. I think they win it by six points. I've got 24 to 18. It's going to be a tight game. Probably be wet and crappy. Speaking of wet and crappy, uh, let's talk about my ex. No, I'm just kidding. Let's talk about uh, fantasy football. We have a DraftKings. Two contests for tomorrow. One free and one paid contest. Two pounds. Turkey Lurkey. Enter that contest. Put together the best line for fantasy for Thanksgiving. You could win cash in this one. All you have to do is join our league, NFL in London. Make sure you follow the website. We'll have lots of articles on there. Follow us on social media. And, of course, have a wonderful Thanksgiving, everyone. Ryan and I will be back uh, tomorrow, actually. Another podcast. Before the uh, Thursday games start, don't worry. I'm not drinking, so I won't be drunk, but Ryan might be. It's Thanksgiving. Enjoy. Stay safe, everyone, and gobble, gobble.